0: hello and welcome to episode five of season two this week i want to talk about the wounds that drive things so on saturday i posted a video on youtube called can the narcissist change it's apparently a frequently asked question in searches and this week on the mindfuckery podcast i want to talk about the wounds that would drive those thoughts and those emotions. Welcome to the Mindfuckery podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth, author of Finding Lily and the A to Z of emotional abuse. I'm here to remind you that love should be unconditional. Divorcing emotionally is life-changing and that you have a duty of care to yourself. Each week I will discuss some of the terms you may hear along this journey and I will help you understand and process what's happening. I will help you find the best habits as you start Start to take back the control of your own life and learn the tools to heal on a deeper level, becoming the best version of yourself. So, on my YouTube channel, I will put the link to that. If you don't follow that, um, in the description, I was I posted the video on Saturday. I did some. Um, I always do research every so often. I go in and see what people are looking for, what they need and um the list came up but the very top question was i think that this was under cans can a narcissist change can a narcissist the next one was can a narcissist be cured can a narcissist love can a narcissist fall in love can a narcissist cry and then it goes on to other ones what so i thought i'll pick the can change top one top question being asked and um and work and follow through but for the podcast I always try and give you a little more I always try to obviously it's a little more relaxed in the way that I speak can the narcissist change what would drive that question because on some level you know that you've been in an abusive relationship why would you then be looking to Um, know if they can change and I have done a video I was I can't remember when it was I think it was last summer and that was around these questions whether not only can they change are they coming back are they hoovering what is it that Drives you to want to know, or drives someone to want to know. And we've all been there to some degree. It might be that there's a hoovering attempt. It might be that they've coming back and saying that they want another chance, that they've realized now what the relationship meant to them and how important you were to them. Or it might be driven by the emotions of coming out of this relationship, being discarded, and and finding out that. A whole life was going on that you had no awareness of it might be that you're just so desperate you're going through these rumination stages you're so desperate to get back and you might be considering you know having them back in your life that could be that you there are children involved in that by having the this person back in your life that you're giving your children a more secure foundation i started to realize really early on Um, in my healing journey that these relationships are familiar you've experienced something on some level at some point during your childhood and that was a quite a big realization for me when i started looking at the patterns not just of myself but the people that i was working with and seeing the wounds and this is why others who haven't been through this haven't experienced this form of uh, trauma will ask, why didn't you leave earlier? Why did you put up with that? I heard that this a few times. One was, you're not thinking of going back, are you? Another one was, shouldn't you be over this by now? And when I spoke about the relationship, I didn't really tell people what happened, what really happened, mainly because my I was driven by wounds of shame. I'd been out for the evening and I posted on social media. So this is back in 2016, all the new... £5 pound notes, it's the start of the new currency that was coming in these plastic notes. And I had received my first one and I was like, oh, wow, look, first £5 pound note that I've I've seen because I've been away for a while. I received a phone call the next day. I think it was actually a text message from my ex. I was talking about this in my group, The Divorce Sanctuary and Alive the other day. And I was explaining, wasn't using, it was for a different reason. I was talking about this story, but it's come up in my mind again how the divorce sanctuary started was this Thursday morning I received a message from my ex and I didn't realize this was a hoovering attempt at the time I had no idea what a hoover was and um, I responded to the message and the message was like oh I'm reminiscing I'm just driving over to the town where we lived and I'm thinking of all the good times we had together. And I responded saying, well, what, you know, I'm, I'm at home. Why didn't you come in for a coffee? I couldn't do the time that I wanted or I suggested. And I was going out to lunch with some friends and i said okay so i pushed that lunch back we sat in the lounge and he was going on about various different things i was taking the blame for this and i just said and i've written about it actually in the a to set of emotional abuse the sun was streaming in through the window um I was sat on the corner of the sofa on the arm of my sofa with a hugging this mug of coffee and I said I don't want anyone to ever experience what I've experienced and I knew there was a bold statement and I knew through the work that I'd been doing and the courses that I tried to take that I could go deeper and I could hold space for people you really needed to get a lot deeper than some of the the courses that I'd done so uh, this was all going on and I remember going out to lunch and meeting some girlfriends explaining why I'd had to push it back and they both turned around and said You're not considering taking him back after what he's done, are you? And perhaps part of me would have done. I probably would have done. It was a bit of a shock the way they responded. It might have shocked me out of that thought process of thinking maybe it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. This was all my fault and rumination that went so my question it was around the wounds then of why somebody would want to go back why would somebody want to get into a relationship or back into a relationship when they've been so badly hurt when they've been abused emotionally on every, and abused actually on every level you know not um, there's a mental abuse that goes on there's spiritual abuse that goes on financial and there's and physical abuse and when I talk about physical abuse I mean the toll it takes on your body so it might be that you're overweight or you're underweight or uh, not just because some relationships there will actually be physically Abusive, as in you will be hit. I'm I'm talking on every level. Um, I have experienced an, a physically abusive relationship before, but when I'm talking about physical abuse, what I'm actually talking about is the the stress hormones and the and the way you think about yourself. And it might be that you punish yourself in uh, for the way that you look. It might be that you you behave in certain ways and it takes that toll on the body. So what is it? What are the wounds then that would drive a statement or a question as to can a narcissist change? It might be that you are starting to recover and get your energy back and they reappear and you might get those emotions and the feeling and they want you back they promise to change things will be different this time and it might remind you of all the good times because you will have gone over this during those moments uh, perhaps in rumination and you're going over all of the good times that you had together because there will be memories really good memories fun memories things that you did, places that you went, gifts that you received. And it's all of these that are mixed up with the abuse that happened. And it was so low level and, and it happened so very slowly that it, you start to question whether it was your fault. You start to question what you did wrong. And if you've been and you were, say, the scapegoat in your family unit, it's likely that you took on the role of, of it being all your fault being blamed that's what the scapegoat is it's that all the sins of the tribe are placed on that goat as it and it was sent off to the wilderness to clear away that's what happens in some family units so if you had that role in your own tribe as you grew up it's easy to fall into that pattern and this, these are the wounds that drive it because you will have been told during your childhood, and I speak about this a lot, the first seven to eight years of your childhood, we live in a theta state, which is a hypnotic state. We go there every day. If we sleep, we go in and out of the theta state, that theta brainwave. And, but we live there as a child and um, it's a bit like being told something it these messages are going in you're being hypnotized and so this is how we take on the belief systems of our family we might not on some level agree with some of the stuff but it's ingrained in and this is why When I talk about healing the wounds, I talk about getting to the root cause. This is about finding where these statements come from, finding where you and what it is and why it is that you feel that you deserved to be punished in the way that you were or to be treated in the way that you were through this abusive relationship. You might see glimpses of the person that they created that persona they created for you because that's what they do they use this cookie cutter approach to their relationship so they learn what you want in that idealization stage they create that persona for you and this is why actually when you come out of the relationship when you don't recognise them, you don't understand who they are because you're either seeing who they really are or you're seeing the new persona they've created for somebody else. So is it, if this is a point that you're at asking, can they change? The questions that I would have would be, why are you asking that question and who is asking that question? Where are you at the moment? Are you wanting them back? Are they coming back to you saying, Oh my gosh, I've realised what we had together. I've realised you're my missing part. If they're coming back saying that and you are at the point of recreating your life and you're asking, can they change? Because you're thinking, I could actually do that. This relationship might feel safer to you because it feels familiar, because you've experienced it before. And what the wounds? You can ask yourself what wounds would be asking this question. Is it a wound where you've been told that nobody's going to want you? Nobody's going to want you that they put up with you for whatever reason they gave you. They only stayed in that relationship because they felt sorry for you because whatever reason they gave you. And you can fill in these blanks yourself. What what, what were the statements that you heard? they might trigger wounds where they sprinkle in a bit of pity play playing the victim in order to invoke compassion from you they're really good at projecting childhood wounds onto you as in they are wounded and they know that you will rescue them so it might be that that's what they're doing And that is the person wondering, can they change? Because you've been here before. You've experienced awful, awful pain, horrific pain. Emotional abuse is horrific. It is like being kicked and punched, but without... The being physically touched. It hurts on so many levels. It takes you to your knees and it takes you to the floor. And people do not understand that. That's why they make the statements of, you know, why didn't you leave earlier? Why didn't you leave sooner? You can't be considering taking them back. Shouldn't you be over this by now? And this is why it's so crucial to find a tribe that really get it. And it's likely, again, from childhood that you had people playing the victim and you thought that you could rescue them because that is what you've been uh, taught as a child and this might be one of the reasons that you actually stayed in the relationship far longer waiting for that i talk about the um slot machine you know waiting for that payout because as a child you witnessed that that as a child you experienced that you were waiting for the attention you were waiting for the acknowledgement you were waiting to be seen and heard in your tribe your family unit as others in that unit were seen and heard If I do this, if I wait a bit longer, if I follow my parents around, if I follow my caregivers around and behave like a good girl, if I just do this one more thing or just get better results or... And it might actually come out as becoming naughty behavior to get the attention because any attention is better than none. So when the abuser comes around, You have experienced this when, if they're coming back for a hoover, it might not be that they've come back for a hoover. It might just be that you're wondering, if it's worth pursuing them, if it's worth holding on and holding out. The other thing to consider um, with this wounding is, is a wound that's been created through the idealization, through the devaluation and through the discard, this cycle of abuse that happens. Each time they took you round to a discard, they then took you back round at some point to an idealization. So you've been taught to wait. on um, Next time I get the attention. So the next part of this pattern is I get attention I'm told that I'm really bad and so I'm discarded and then I, I go back around to that idealization I get attention I get showered with gifts I get told these wonderful things about myself before the next stage and you might get stuck there you might get stuck because you've been programmed this is what they they're so good at they're so good at getting in hacking into that computer system the the motherboard within your brain and retraining it to their needs rewriting all the programming and putting a code on there that so nobody else can get in your wounds talk they have messages for you they have so much information for you and they can guide you to heal on such a deep level and this to me is what we are here that's why we've experienced these relationships because it's our guide to heal on that deeper level because we're not just healing ourselves we're healing our future generations and we can actually be healing our past generations as well. It's really powerful. Wounds talk and that's why I'm working on wound talking, which is something that i offer already but it's something that i'm going to look at teaching in the future as well in my book divorce matters which should be out really really soon i've had the cover back for that really excited about that i use the wound talking in that it helps guide you to make some really good decisions and choices throughout your divorce because you will be triggered by what's going on and it helps you get the divorce that you need emotionally divorcing is crucial Uh, wound talking is also going to help you the statement of can a narcissist heal can a narcissist change can they be cured can they love can they fall in love all of these questions are driven by wounds that word narcissist means that they're not good for you. It, that word means it's not good for you. So what is behind that? Why would you ask that question knowing something isn't good for you? I'm going to answer the question of whether they can change. They can change their behaviour. They cannot change who they are unless they are willing to do the really deep healing work the majority of them don't see there's anything wrong with their behavior. They've got deep childhood wounding, or wounds that happened, this wounding happened to them. They chose a different route during their childhood. They chose to abandon who they are and this is why they create different personas. They are trying to feel whole. They see things that they like in you and they want. They are trying to bond with you to break that bond. It's something that didn't happen. They do not know because they never experienced these crucial development stages. They don't know how to not be in a relationship. And they don't know what it's like to have a relationship with themselves. And maybe that's something that you haven't experienced. And this, again, is why it's so crucial to do this healing because you can actually start to fall in love with yourself and see yourself and be the person that you're actually born to be. It's so empowering. So the answer is yes, they can change, but not in the way that you want them to change. They just change their behaviour to cover what they're doing better, to cover up their behaviour. They might change their persona and tweak it. That idealisation stage might last a little bit longer than the last one. And my advice would be any statement that's got narcissist in it please check in with your wounds and ask you know what is it that wants me why do I want to help them why would I want to be in back in a relationship and I put my hands up I have done it I've asked similar questions myself and there were moments when I I would have done anything to get back and put up with any behavior to get back in that relationship because it felt so much safer there. You are on your own journey. This is your healing journey. I am just encouraging you and giving you the tools that I didn't have at the time that I needed them and hoping that you discover and get out of this quicker than I was able to. Part of me wanted to experience the pain on a really deep level because I wanted to this to be the last relationship you know it wasn't the first emotionally abusive relationship I'd been in and I had experienced physical abuse as well I was able to stop that one and say no but I wasn't able to see the emotional abuse until the last relationship and then it opened my eyes To a lot of other relationships that i had in my life as well i hope this has been helpful as i said i'm hoping the takeaway is if you're typing into a search engine can a narcissist that word narcissist should be a big red flag i shouldn't be looking at trying to get back in that relationship but as i said this is your own healing journey you might have to experience going back a few times on average people go back eight times somebody might experience the discard a couple of times another person might experience it 15 times to get that average this is your journey i just want to hopefully give you the tools that might stop you taking that step into that relationship and breaking away finally from them and as i said i hope you found this useful if you know anyone that would benefit from hearing this podcast please 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 share it with them don't forget you can come and join me on the Rise and Thrive Tribe or in the Rise and Thrive Tribe it's where people will be that get you that have had their own version of what you're experiencing and we're there to support each other on this journey I'm sending you loads and loads and loads of love until next time